Love at an early age is just a game to play. Never let it destroy childhood dreams. Chapter 1. She was a student at the tertiary, and also a member of a church youth movement. Graduation break came and she had to go home. As dedicated as she was to the movement, she had to go and see how other members were doing. It was that time of the year when the singing competition takes place. Santa Bale arrived home to discover that the singing competition of her movement was going to be held at her parish, Sion. She was one of those girls who could sing, given time and dedication. It was five days before the competition. Other members of the movement were so happy to have her back for the competitions. So in such short notice, Santa Bale had to learn the two competition songs including a hymn from their Catholic hymn book. To her surprise, there were other new members of the movement whom she did not know. Santa Bale was pleased to see her movement's membership growing. But she had to dedicate her moment in time to learn competition hymns. All members who sang soprano like her did their best to help Santa Bale learn faster. Later that day they had to sing as the whole group. And other members came to join them. And there he was. Who was he? It was a moment of inner debate of someone who was a long time away from the movement. The higher level of learning at the National University of Lesotho, NUL, was a driving duct of being away from the church group. Santabale's heart began telling her some strange things. She couldn't take her eyes off him. Who is this guy? She thought. He was so tall and bold. And he just decided to disrupt my attention. I had to be a bigger sister and behaved after all those people were making an effort to help me be on par with them. Life has to go on. She was usually a voluble candidate, especially when she was among friends and family. The church movement was like her second home. Santa Bale was a kind of preacher when she was with her group members, Lesotho Catholic Youth Movement. It came mindlessly on her to research about something she was interested in, about him though to Santa Bale was the strangest idea she ever thought of. Her heart was oddly giving her one option to take over. She ultimately got the best she could to be acquainted with him. Matsura was his name which Santa Bale never forget even today. The same person, who finally imprisoned her attention more than any in the movement, was living in the suburb of Lakoting in the environs of Dehan High School. Santa Bale suddenly felt the urge to behave when he was around. The limit of her chit-chat had to be her priority. She had to be a role model after all because dating was unthinkable in kind of culture within the group members. That was the hardest thing a grown-up sister had to do in her entire life. Having him around and pretending that she didn't see him was like a murder case in the courts of law. That was bull. Her whole being needed him to be hers. How could these people set such stupid rules? She thought, I love this man, this was surely what my heart was telling me. Some brave people call it love at first sight. Her heart bumped like a metal ball heated to expand for the experiment in the science laboratory. But the rules and regulations were supposed to be respected. Every member of the choir was forced to go hand in hand with them. Chapter 2 Later that day other activities had to be done. It was during that time the boys went for soccer and the girls did other chores. She was passing by the pitch at one particular moment when Centavale heard the boys arguing. She paused for a moment to hear what the issue was. There it was, Matsura wanted to play on the goalpost and others wanted him to play inside the field. Oh my god, his name was Tabo. That was the first thing that clicked in her mind. There was nothing I could do except took his side. She used her influence power, it seemed they were giving up. Even today she did not know whether her charm worked, whether he played in the field or on the goals. She heaved a sigh. Then arrival time to go home. Surprisingly the thoughts of the handsome man who kept Centibale's mind busy all day never left her head. She tried to convince herself of how immoral it was. Unfortunately, her heart had already made a decision. And it was so difficult to reverse what she felt already. It was too late and she could not undo what my heart was telling me.
In my head, I knew how wrong it was to pursue my heartfelt. Little did she know that this was going to be a battle of a lifetime between heart and head. Then she went home, to do one thing of course, nurse her heart. It was still unbelievable how broken it was. It felt like a thousand needles were piercing through it. Yes, that was the whole story. As hard as it was life had to go on. Centibale reached a point where she felt that she couldn't handle the feeling anymore. Seeing Tabo every time and drowning in sorrow. No, it felt no good. Something had to be done. An instant change in decision happened. The love had to be communicated to him. She had to be sure of whether she went or not. Then she had to come up with a strategy to approach the matter. She then decided that she was going to get closer to him as a way of warming my way to his heart. Tata. There is a strategy. The implementation phase had to begin with trying to know him. Asking those simple questions like who are you and the like. Hell no. She didn't like what she was hearing. Oh my god he was a younger brother to Senebale's ex-boyfriend. What a hell. Her former boyfriend has passed away a long time ago. No, this can't be happening. Dot Lord have mercy, what should poor me do? Centibale sighed. It took a lot of courage to try and take the first step toward declaring her love for him. And now that? Should she drop that and be a loser for the rest of my life or should I carry on with my mission? It was terrible, how could life be so unfair? Days passed, Centibale felt that she missed the little conversations they were beginning to have with Matsura. And if she was not mistaken she had picked that she was somehow interested too. The only thing she was not sure of was whether they were on the same page. Maybe he was looking up to her as a person, and not interested in any romantic relationship. What did she supposed to do? Fortunately, she was still at school. And every time she seemed to be overwhelmed with confusion, it would be time to go back to school. There will be a time to run away but slipping away some forceful natural feeling, is unmanageable. That was exactly what happened to Centibale. One day she left Roma with only one implement, to go and make sure that she would let him know her affections. It was the academic year end, sometime in May. She learned when she arrived home Matsura's birthday was just around the corner. Centibale thought it was time to strike her luck. She had to plan like a big sister. She had to do something special on his day, but not too glamorous. I didn't want that would grab too much attention. The problem was that Centibale didn't know him well enough to figure out what he liked or didn't like. It was such a struggle to come up with something that might make him happy. At least something that would send a message. All she wanted was to strike a deal with him. Centibale had struggled with the feeling long enough and had always been afraid to tell him verbally. It was too embarrassing to go through that. All she knew, she couldn't handle the disappointment if ever the response would be negative. So the birthday thing was her only possible chance to pass the message, or at least try to. She dug deep down in her heart to find out if that was exactly what she wanted. The answer was always yes. Centibale then concluded that she was going ahead with the plan. Centibale decided to buy a present. There it was wrapped and packaged, waiting to be delivered. Then the day came. Her heart rate increased twice the normal rate when that day came. It was going to be a do or die for her. Centibale's fate was going to be decided. Come what it may. She thought. Matsura and Centibale usually met at the movement meetings, she decided to deliver there, without attracting too much attention. She thought she would be seen as a little gesture by someone who cares. That day had her hopes raised high because she got to be accompanied on her way home and got a little kiss on the neck. Unfortunately, it was the beginning of nagging by an older member of the movement who was Centil's best friend. He started to give her lectures about how bad it was for her to pursue a relationship. He used to say, you moholo Maria, you'd let loe a con go and a ham. 
Ilahor Roma Coabala Ruto Abot, you bought like Jose Mathabang here you let Ewenia it was just a summary of how bad and whore behavior she was at that moment. She had to deny everything to him. Centibale always tried to convince him that nothing was going on. Chapter 3 On the other hand, it seemed her guy had gotten the message. Centibale told herself that she was going to take baby steps and not rush things. It was a very difficult thing to do. Always trying to be alright with whatever was on the table while knowing that she wanted more. It reached a point where she decided Matsura was not interested. It broke one particular time. The movement had a rally trip to St. Anne. One time while they were there Matsura disappeared. The only thing that came to Sentable's mind was unbelievable. He had gone to chase other girls. She couldn't even concentrate on what was being taught. For the first time in her entire life, Sentable volunteered to go and cook in the kitchen. She could not handle that feeling. She thought as she went to cook, Matsura would be back when she came back. And she would not even know when he came back, but at least he would be back. He was back as expected, she hated him. She was so emotional that she even faked her illness to develop attention. They were painful, yes, but she could handle the pain. During one break Matsura came to her to talk but Sentabale didn't know what she could say. She cried, her feet were the mechanism to her cry. He felt pity for her, it was heartbroken to see her crying. She didn't want his pity, she wanted his love. And that he could not give her or at least that was what she thought. Centibale left the rally with her heart filled with so much sorrow. But then Matsura knew just how to make things better even though he denied his love for her. Centibale never told him what was revolving in her mind about him. Even though life was supposed to go on, telling him was a Kilimanjaro to climb. It was like moving on a snowy route thought she could feel cold. She never met him after the rally they were going with other members. She did believe sometimes being a village girl as she was could bring a bitter life they can think of, she could have told him what was killing her about him rather than acting like a newborn baby that always seen with tears without knowing exactly what she wanted. There was no how they could as a woman's tradition in her no matter how educated she might be, to propose a man. Everything was history by then because she moved on and got married to another man from the east of the community decade ago. Even though most starring of every play tends to be heroes at the end of their tale, she does not think she can be counted to be. She couldn't ignore those decades ago feelings because every time she saw him, everything changes immediately. Though it will never happen to her life that he be her Ben 10, there is no how a great heart will ignore what it admires. Music